0: Hey guys. So I'm back with another podcast. Um I'm kind of pre-recording this cuz I don't know uh when I'm going to put up other episodes. I don't know when I'm going to put up this episode. Um Yeah. I I've said to you guys multiple times that this is kind of like a therapy for me. And um recently I was rejected. <laughs> um, I try to make everything like-hearted and try to, you know, see the positive in things and, um, I always try to see the bright side of things and, um, it keeps in and, um, but I'm, I'm sorry. Um, this one is really difficult. Um, I don't take rejection very well um, even more when it's through people, and, um, I mean, not to get too deep on you guys, but, like, I think rejection was already in my life at a point, like, from, in a sense, from the day I was born, um, maybe one day I'll tell my testimony on here, maybe I've already told my testimony, I don't know, I'm pre-recording this, I don't know if I'm gonna record my testimony before this, or... I'm gonna do it after or whatever. But um part of my testimony is when I was younger, my dad left while I was like four years old. That's usually the um age that I uh mark is that he um, became very uh absent in my life after the age of four. So I think that's when rejection entered my life. And so to this day it's really hard to be rejected. Um Especially by people. Um, but I mean, from things all the way to a job interview, and I don't know what else you can get rejected from, but yeah. Um, so, I recently, um, was rejected, felt rejected, whatever you wanted, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I, uh, put my heart on the line in a sense, and I kind of, uh, expressed to someone that I had a crush on them, and I have had this crush forever, guys, like, it definitely was close to a year and a half, um, I'm not gonna say who he is, how I met him, or whatever, because I don't want people to find out or guess or whatever, um... And so I just kind of, like, this episode is written in the perspective of if I could tell him everything that I wanted to tell him, um, because, I mean, of course, because I'm such an emotional person, well, I don't want to say emotional, but, like, I care a lot, so, like, I like hard, I love even harder, and it's just, um... I am very emotional in that sense where I care about people even if I know the least bit about them like I literally could meet you one day and care about your life for the rest of your life I could not even know you and my heart breaks when your heart breaks if that makes sense or um like a example of this is completely off topic kind of this is how my brain works but um recently there was an accident while me and my friend were walking um trying to get our steps in because during this quarantine we're kind of like locked in the house but we still have to get our 10,000 steps I don't know I don't get it but anyway um we were walking and we saw all these police cars and these fire trucks and I'm like what heck is going on and then this lady walks past and says that this kid on a motorcycle he got hit by a car and um, he's probably dead, and blah, 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 and so like instantly my heart broke, and that those type of things like I carry with me, because it's like I care about lives, and I care about people so much, and it's something that I prayed for for a long time, was God give me your heart, give me your heart for people, help me to love the way that you love, whether that whether that's unconditionally, or my heart breaks when his heart breaks or when someone else's hearts break. And so that's something I prayed for for a long time. And it's something that, I mean, comes to bite me in my butt sometimes. Um, so, yeah. I wrote this in, like, the perspective of me talking to this guy I had a crush on. As if he'd ever listened to it. Um, but um I'm used to it at this point i've been rejected multiple times like every time i've ever had a crush and i've mustered up the courage to finally say something i've always gotten rejected so it's kind of like i'm used to it um i feel like this time i was able to hide the pain a lot more from like my friends and even kind of myself at some points in the day but um just i think rejection is a lot deeper than it just being a crush because it's like yeah, like a lot of people are like, why are you tripping? like it's just a crush like you just thought he was cute, but at the same time, like I mentioned like with part of my testimony, it goes deeper than that like because I've been rejected so many times I I'm, feel like I'm used to being rejected. there's still pain there I, I can admit and I will be 100 honest, I felt broken. I felt unworthy, I felt unwanted, and this pain stung just a little extra, because he was probably one of the longest running crushes I've ever had, like, yeah, I've had crushes on guys, and I'm like, oh yeah, like, he's cute, and I'll have a crush on him for a while, and I'll get over it, because he moves, or he, uh, gets a girlfriend, or this, or whatever, and I just move on to the next one, but this one was different, like, Even when I wasn't seeing him every day, it was, like, he was still on my mind, and I still was, like, I don't want to say obsessed, because that's a, I don't, I don't like that term, because I wasn't obsessed, but it's, like, he still was on my mind, like, I still wanted to see him, and I still, like, even when he couldn't be around all the time, I still was kind of like, man, I I miss him so much, like, I want to see him, and blah, 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 um, and it's also the closest I had ever been to one of my crushes because I'm somebody because <laughs> when I have a crush with somebody, I have a crush from a distance. like I probably will n- never talk to most of my crushes, I will just think they're cute, and that's it, or um I'll think they're funny from like what I see of them, and blah, blah blah blah. but like he's probably one of the only ones that I've like actually had conversations with and had actually had had to have continuous conversations with because I was around him so often um. So I think I grew to know him a little more. And I think that's why this one kind of stung a little bit. So like I said, I wrote today's episode in the perspective of if he was listening. I mean, I <laughs> know he's not. But at least I can let the emotion out. So I'm just going to kind of go into like a pre-written. I, I tend to write like the way that I uh write. is kind of like poetic letter form. So I'm just going to kind of read this like letter I have and there's probably so much more to add to it and maybe I'll do it if he was listening part two um but here I go (laughs) I'm so dramatic and you're probably not listening but if you are you're thinking to yourself is it that serious and my answer is yes it is to me I care about people so much I like hard, and I love even harder, and even when I have a crush, I put a lot of emotion into it, but I try to show the least possible. It may be weird if you're actually listening, but this is how I'm feeling. I don't think I could ever hate you because I liked you for so long. I wish you could understand how I feel and where I'm coming from. If you're listening, I would tell you that I went from disappointment to anger to regret. I regret telling you because I truly hoped that we could have been friends and I could have changed your mind. I was disappointed because in my head, I said, no, he's different. I know him. I like who he is, not what he looks like. I was angry because how dare you make me feel like I'm not good enough for you? Why am I not good enough for you? Was it because of my skin? Was it too dark for you? Was it because of my hair? Was it too different for you? Was it because of my mood? Did it change too often for you? Why don't you see me that way? Is there anything I could have done to change your mind? Why leave me on red and lead me to believe that maybe now you hated me, but then later play with my emotions by continuing to watch my story? This may seem like, a sappy teenage drama, but dude, you hurt me more than you may ever know. It may sound crazy, and that I know for sure, but I don't think I deserve to have to suppress how I feel to keep my image secured. I'm a hopeless romantic, and that'll always be, but I think that there will always be a part of me that dreams of what it could have been like between you and me. That's what set me up for failure, the constant daydreams of what shoulda, coulda, woulda been we. You occupied a space in my brain so large that I should have made you pay rent. I thought about you every day, and that I'll never regret. There were days that I was excited, I was only excited to do things because I knew you'd be there, and maybe I'd still see. All those Snapchats I would post so frequently, it was annoying, but. It was for you. I posted those hoping that you would see me and hoping that something in our relationship would change. I posted them hoping that you would see me that way. I posted hoping that seeing me get dressed up and ready or just being silly would draw you into me and make you want me. All those posts hoping that you would swipe up and say something to make my day. Well, you didn't. You didn't swipe up. You didn't say anything to me unless I said something to you. And even when I did say something to you, there was no guarantee that you would respond. I was more likely to get left unread. All that hoping, wishing, praying that you would call me beautiful or funny or loving, but it felt like a bucket of unanswered prayers and unmet expectations. People say that crushes shouldn't be this deep, but for me... It can be that deep. It's hard for me to put my emotions on the line. And it's hard for me to let people know that I want them to be mine. So for me, sometimes crushes are that deep. And this one was so deep that it felt like a wound that was growing deeper every time I saw you. And when you had to leave, my heart skipped a beat because I didn't know when I would see you again. I hold back tears because I feel like a fool. I'd get excited every time you'd post a story because I would hope to see your face. And I'd get excited every time you'd see my story because I thought you wanted to see me too. Now I check my story, even though I unadded you, in hopes that you'd watched my story. And then I'd have a glimmer of hope that I was a thought in your mind. If you're listening... Can you please tell me why you don't feel the same way that I feel about you? Do you think I'm crazy? Because sometimes I think I'm crazy. These emotions shouldn't be that deep. But they were. And they are. If you're listening, do you still want to be my friend? If you're listening, could I ever change your mind? That was really hard for me to read out loud. And you guys are probably listening and probably like, wow, this is so dramatic. Like, she's being so dramatic. But I promise you, like, I'm somebody that will love until I can't love anymore. I will love until it physically exhausts me to love and care for people. Am I saying that I loved him on that level? God, no. Did I love him because he was a person? And because God has called me to love my neighbor the way I would love myself, yes. And I think that's what makes everything so difficult for me is because I love everyone that way. And you literally could do me so dirty. You literally could mop the floor with me. And I will love you like God loves me. And so um it's really hard just to think of like, all the times that, like, you know, I, I did get left unread. All the times where, um, I, I felt like he hated me. All the times that I felt like, um, he thought I hated him. I think about that stuff, and it's just, hmm it hurts even more because it's like, did I mess up the chance of us ever being in a relationship by trying to pretend like I didn't like him? Did I mess up? Did I mess up any chance of us being friends because I wanted to pretend like I didn't like him? Did I mess up all of these opportunities because I feel like I'm a child and I don't know how to express that I I have emotions and I have a crush on you and I like you and I think you're a cow and all that kind of stuff. And mm, It bothers me. These thoughts probably will haunt me <laughs> for like I don't know how long. I don't want to say as long as I live, but these thoughts probably will haunt me. Mm. oh, my eyes are burning because these stupid lashes tension and I'm crying. Just because like I just think of like not even just with him, just but but with other people, like the way that I've acted, the way that I've spoken to people, it's like, man, did I ruin a good thing because like I was nervous, and my go to is like be mean instead of be be um whatever you know, instead of loving instead of being the caring person I am, and really showing that personality, did I ruin something, because I'm a mean and evil person, and that's something else that I always grew up hearing, was, like, you're so mean, you're so evil, you're so selfish, and, and how it broke me down, and, like, just thinking of, like, how that translates in how I talk to and how I treat people because all my life I believed I was so mean and evil that that translated into how I loved people. And so I think, like, not only, like, oh my gosh, did I, like, ruin a chance of us ever being in a relationship, but just like that with everyone, like, with friendships, like, have I displayed such a mean and such an evil that people don't want to be around me and people don't want to talk to me? Um. And I think that just keeps me so quiet and trapped up and, like, I don't want to talk and I don't want to be around people and I don't want to love the way that I'm called to love. Um. Yeah, that was such a side tangent, but, like, it. I just think of these things where it's, like, I talked about regret in that letter to him, but I also regret in, like, the ways that, like, I treated him because it's, like, Man, like, if I treated him better, would, would he consider, at least consider me a friend? If I treated him better, would he at least, I don't know, at least think about seeing me that way? Those words replay in my head over and over and over. I can see, I can literally see the Snapchat messages. And I can literally see where, like, my heart began to break and where words, like, not like, it sounds so dramatic, like, saying, oh, I'm so heartbroken over a crash, Ooh. but it's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like that, like, words matter to me, and what you say matters, and that's another side tangent, uh English, that's another side tangent, is your words matter, More than you can ever understand, your words matter. So choose them wisely because your words can cut like a knife. And this one, like, he, the way that he said it to me, like, it really wasn't, like, he wasn't a dickhead about it. He wasn't. But it's, like, just reading those words and knowing that, like, all of these hopes of this cutesy fun relationship just went down the drain. And then, like, when I responded back to him, still trying to be, like, in a, oh, okay, well, you know, it's cool, ha, 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 like, but if you want to be friends, let me know, if not, I'll just unadd you, ha, 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 you know, like, so jokey, and he just, like, read my message and didn't, like, I mean, to me, that was him letting me know, like, he didn't want to be my friend, so that kind of, like, I just unadded him, um, And that's why uh, I mentioned in, like, my letter to him that, like, after I unadded him, he still watched my stories. I didn't expect him to still watch my stories. So I was up there simping, talking about, like, like, am I ugly? Am I not dating material? Like, I don't get it. And so I didn't expect him to watch those stories, but he did. But I guess in my head, it's like, at least he knows, like, what was going through my head, like, afterwards. Because he never said I was ugly. He never said anything like that. But it's just like, when will I ever be the first pick, you know? I'm so used to being second choice or second best or not a choice at all, last pick, you know, that it's like I'm so sick of it. And I think every woman is beautiful, no matter their shape, size, gen or not gender, because I'm talking about women, whether they're transgender or regular gender or, you know, every every woman is beautiful the way they say are. But it's so hard to understand my own beauty when I feel like I'm getting picked last. And it makes me question, like, oh, is it because I'm black? Is it because I wear wigs and braids and I have natural hair or whatever? I have to question these things and, like... Um, I literally broke down crying when my friend was like, Well, we know his type. His type is, uh, either blonde white girls or, uh, Latinas. And I was like, Ah, I always get last pick because that's always first pick. Even in, like, my own ethnicity, like, I always feel like I'm picked last because they put this tag of black women are so angry and mean. And that's something I'm gonna talk about in a later episode as well. Um, but ah, and it's, like, all these things, like, he'll never understand, like, all the things that are going through my head, because he said no, and he's, like, it's just a no, but in my head, it's, like, that no was, like, so much more than that, to me, that no was, like, no, you aren't enough for me, no, um, I don't, I don't date people of your kind, that's, like, literally the first thing that went through my head, like, no, you, you ain't it, sis, and so, it just sent me through a spiral where I just kind of was like anxious and sad and all this kind of stuff. Anxious because I'm like, oh, I ruined everything. I ruined our friendship. I ruined everything. I ruined everything. I ruined everything. I ruined everything. Like literally over the past two, three days, that's what I've been repeating to myself is that I've ruined everything. And then I haven't been able to look in the mirror and see how beautiful I am, you know? And to him, it was a simple no. To other people, it's a simple no. But To me, I've been hearing no all my life, and there's a point where you get tired. I've never had a boyfriend. I've never had my first kiss. And I'm so tired of hearing no. Like, I'm tired. I And even getting, like, right after um, he rejected me, I guess that's how you could say, I got on, like, Bumble and Hinge. And it's like, none of these guys, like, excite me the way that he did. And that sounds so cheesy and dumb and, like, girl, you weren't even in a relationship. But that's just, that's how I feel. It's, like, none of these guys can come close. They can't even compare to the pedestal that I've put him on in my mind. And I need to stop doing that with people because I do that not only with my crushes but with my friends. And um, people don't know that, but, like, it's in my head. And it just hurts more when I feel like they hurt me, and I end up broken up for, like, weeks and weeks on that, you know? Oh, man. That was a lot of emotion to let out. I feel a lot better, though. I'm hoping that I won't be as uh, anxious and panicked over the next few days, even with this, like, quarantine, and they're trying to force us to stay inside. Um, yeah. It was a terrible time to be quarantined with my emotions, because, like, I'm very, like, I don't want to say unstable, because, like, not, like, a, like, I want to jump off a bridge type stuff. It's just, like, my emotions will be, like, I'm really happy and giddy, like, one moment, and then all of a sudden I'll start thinking about the situation again. And I keep thinking about how I ruined everything, and blah, 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 and, yeah. Um... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This episode, uh... It's very different, it's a lot more emotional, it's a lot more raw, it's a lot more, uh, passionate, I guess. But, um, I mean, like, this is how I'm feeling. Um, yeah. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, DM me, let me know how you think about, or how you think, what you think of the episode, uh, question of the week is how is your quarantine going? Um What have you done? What do you plan on doing? Is there books that you plan on reading? Uh Yeah, so DM me. My Instagram is AngelTaylorDenise. My Snapchat is Baby. My Twitter is Baby. And I can't think of anything else that you guys can DM me and message me on. But um yeah, share this podcast if you enjoyed it, even though it's kind of a sappy and personal and emotional episode um, like it, share it, share it with your friends, uh, share it with your co-workers, share it it with your not friends, share it with your crush, if maybe you've ever felt these kind of emotions, maybe I'm not the only one. Second question of the week, am I the only one feeling these emotions? Let me know, guys. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to my podcast, and I will talk to you guys at some point. (laughs) Bye.